You're listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 68. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Good day to you peoples out there. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. I am on fire with this topic that literally came out of my bum. I just uh, <laughs> I just pulled it out of thin air. I talk to myself a lot in my car. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I'm a big fan of you talking to yourself, writing down your thoughts, getting your shit out of your head and onto a different place so that you can see it and not, you know, intellectualize it. Uh, so I talk to myself out loud. Sometimes I record myself talking to myself out loud and play a back for myself. That is some shit right there, let me tell you. <laughs> but it is, it helps me to coach myself and it helps me to really understand what the hell is going on in my brain because our brains be tripping and we be thinking all the thoughts, y'all know, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. So I wanted to come to you, excuse <clears throat> moi my kids are sick and I am fighting something right now. I wanted to come to you and talk to you about why you're not doing the work and why you may be avoiding, you know, the work. And when I say the work, I mean working on yourself. I mean, you know, I, I, if you're new to this podcast, let me let me let you know what I what I talk about and what I believe in. And if you're not new, let me refresh you, girl. So I believe uh, and my work is really all about the, the way I do things and with my clients. It's all about Imagine that you have a living room and in your living room, there's a couch, whatever color you like, and there's a fucking rug in the middle of the living room. Now, I want you to imagine every time some shit goes down in your life, some hard shit from childhood, some hard shit from whenever, you take that fucking rug and you sweep it under the rug and go, not right now, I can't deal with it right now, not right now, mm -mm. no, no, it's not a good time, yeah, I don't have to deal with that, yeah, no, I can't do it, yeah, I can't, not, 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 and so now your fucking rug is like, <laughs> there's like lumps and bumps, it's like a fucking camel's back, your rug, all over the place, like 20 camel's backs, so you're literally walking up and down mountains when you're walking in your living room daily, and this is like 98% of the population, I want to say, that doesn't do the work on themselves and uncover their shit, right? So we walk around subconsciously, 96% of the time we're walking around in a, in a program, autopilot program, and we are pretending that there are no mountains in our living room fucking rug, that there are no crazy ass skeletons that we're walking on top of, literally. Some of us walking on, on eggshells that have been buried under there for years. And I, it blows my mind, like fucking blows my mind, but only because I've done so much work on myself. So I'm on the other side, like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. But of course, when you're first starting out and, I, and I'm bringing this up because I'm in the middle of uh, my global online sisterhood, which is, I created the sisterhood, which is a group coaching experience. It's not even a fucking program. I did it in Melbourne. We've been working on this almost for a year with uh, 60 women in Melbourne that show up in person and we do the work as a group. This year, we launched the online version 
and it's it just launched so literally August 11th we went live with module one which is all about managing your mind and can I just give a quick fucking shout out to every single woman in the global sisterhood what's happening era front parking I ain't trying to park I'm driving tripping sorry my car be tripping so I want to give a shout out to every single woman in the online global sisterhood because these women that have said yes to doing this work there's about 73 of us now in over 10 countries around the world that have said yep I want to have a look at that rug. Fuck it. Let's do it. And they, you, you ladies, just so you know, sisterhood online women, you inspired me so much. Each and every one of you to do this episode. This is dedicated to you because it's one thing to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have a life coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to start working on my shit. Air quotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I bought a program. Yep. Here's the money. That's huge, by the way, to spend the money on that. Not even spend, invest the money on that. That's huge. But then you got to do the fucking program. Then you got to listen to the videos. Then you got to do the work, the homework. You got to start writing, journaling. You got to do the work that you paid for. So just because you bought a course or you booked a a fucking life coach thing doesn't mean shit. You still got to show up and do the fucking work because you could hire Tony Robbins. By the way, he doesn't do one-on-one coaching unless you have a million dollars. Like, you could hire Tony Robbins. You could hire Oprah. You could hire whoever you like, Brene Brown. If you don't do their work, it's not going to work for you. It's not about whose program it is or what book it is, right? So I give it up to these women, and I've been hearing time and time again, a few of of y'all have started late and said, I've been waiting to start. I've been putting it off. And I'm like, if you're putting it off, women of the sisterhood online... And you paid for the program, you joined, you're in my Facebook group, we're chatting, we're on Instagram talking about the work, and you've waited. Imagine the women who have not bought the program, imagine the women who are at home wanting to have a better life, wanting to change their world, yet they're not doing shit about it. So this is the reason why I wanted to talk about this, because all of us, every single one of us has a fucking rug in our living room, metaphorically speaking with shit under there, skeletons buried, that we've, like, not right now, and uh, Debbie Ford, rest in peace, talks about this really well, she says, can you imagine having a beach ball, and trying to hold a beach ball under the water, in the ocean, so you've got a beach ball, and you're trying to hold it underwater, what happens to beach balls, or a ball, when you try to shove it under the water, it's gonna pop up, but if you hold it down, you can hold it for a little while, Now you have two beach balls. Now you have 20 beach balls, which are all your problems and all the shit that happens in life. You know, uh, fucking divorce, death, shit with your kids. Something happens at work. You don't like your body. Your mother says this, blah, blah, blah. That's life, baby. So you got all your life shit and you're trying to hold them underwater and your beach balls are fucking hitting you in the head. They're jumping up. They're fucking, you can't bury them is what I'm saying. So my analogy or my little metaphor about the rug What I do and what I like to do with women, anytime I have women in a group, anytime I'm speaking, I talk about, let's go in there and uncover that fucking rug. My work is about pulling the whole rug up. Now, can we work on all of this shit under there at once? Hail to the no. But let's have a little look and see what the fuck's under there, shall we? So we pull it up with your Ikea rug, whatever rug you got, and we just go, damn, okay, okay, cool. 
there's a lot of shit there or wow that's a bunch of old stuff or whatever it is we don't judge it we look at it and we say perfect what's the biggest thing that's messing with you right now what's the biggest motherfucker that if we sort it out it'll help sort the rest out because we can't work on everything right? And that's the whole thing of the work. There are skeletons buried in your rug grabbing your ankles when you wake up in the morning and walk by. They're like, listen to me, please. That's what they're doing to you. (laughs) You know? And I'm telling you, and this is where it shows up in your life. Your relationships are always fucked up. You know, you always hate your body. You've hated your body for ages. You emotionally eat. You can't find a good relationship. You hate your job, then you hate the next job, then you hate the next job. You don't have any fucking money and you're in scarcity all the time. You don't think you can do it. You lack confidence. You've lacked confidence for years. You think you're shy. Blah, blah, blah. All of these things that have been fucking with you are all attached to stories, to timelines, to skeletons, to bones that you buried under your rug, basically. And I'm like... I, here's my belief, and, and I want to give a shout out to my homegirl, Ella, because she brought this idea into my head, and I went, fuck, we are so terrified, we are so terrified of pulling the rug up because we know what's under there. We know what we've buried, we know what we've put away, we know what we've said, no, not right now, no, not right now, no, I can't do that right now. We know, y'all know what you got going on. I don't need to tell you. You already know. The problem is that you would rather, this is the crazy thing, and I want you to really hear this. You would rather live your life pretending or ignoring the massive fucking issues that are going on under the surface in your subconscious, in the undercurrent, under the rug of your life, and walk on top of it and pretend everything's all good in the hood, put on all your masks and your fucking Iron Woman outfit to address the different people in your lives and pretend fake it till you make it disgusting I want to vomit in my mouth with that statement pretend that everything's all good in the hood and then you keep doing your life in mutiny mutiny is that it's not a yes or a no it's a maybe you're in the middle you're hanging out in the middle on the fucking fence in mutiny you're not loving the fuck out of your life you're just like yeah meh meh it's very fucking blase meh And I'm like, man, fuck that. What are you scared of? Why are you not doing the work? My belief is that we're so fearful of what we're going to find under the rug and we think that we can't handle it. We think we're going to have a breakdown. We think we're going to be anxious again or have depression again or have an eating disorder again. Basically, we take our past experience... And we go, no, 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 I can't do that because if I do that, that's going to happen again. And I'm like, that's not going to happen again. Because it happened in your past doesn't mean it's going to happen in your future again. You are a different person than you were six months ago. And in six months time, you'll be different than you are right now. So the you that addressed that issue when you had it is not the you that you are now. So consider you know more information and you're going to be able to deal with it better. I'm going to give you a real life example of how this shit manifests in your life. When I was five years old, I remember five or seven years old, I remember my mother telling me that she met her dad. Her dad left her when she was a child and my mom gave, my grandma gave my mother away to her cousin or something. And my mom met her dad when she was like 18. She found out she had a dad. She met him. She fell in love with him. She was so happy to to know that she had a dad. She would drive to where he lived in Puerto Rico. Then he got this weird thing on his back that became cancer. 
And so she looked after him. She went and saw him. And then unfortunately, he passed away. So she basically fell in love with her dad, saw him, built a relationship with him. And then all of a sudden, he passed away. And it, and it wrecked her. It ruined her. And, you know, my mom came from sexual abuse, physical abuse. She didn't, she wasn't loved, abandonment issues, all that, which obviously she didn't understand at the time. And she's now diagnosed, she's got bipolar disorder, but she's amazing. She, she hasn't been sick in like 15 years. She takes medication, obviously. But my mom told me when I was young, when I was young, you guys, she said to me, Erica, I met my dad, you know, when he passed away and I tried to commit suicide and I cried a lot and I cried a lot and I cried a lot and I tried to commit suicide and blah, blah, blah. And then I got bipolar. As my young self, that's what I heard. What I heard her say was, I cried a lot when he died, so I got bipolar. So in my little baby brain, I must have put together crying equals bipolar or being upset too much equals bipolar. So what happens, fast forward to when I'm 23 and my husband dies. My husband Gio died. I did a podcast about it. It was ridiculously full on and sad and the craziest thing I've ever had to go through to this day. The craziest thing. And I've been through a lot of shit. That was the biggest still to this day. And I remember when he passed away, I couldn't cry. And then I finally had a breakdown. And then straight away, like my mind was like, okay, all right, we got to get it together. I can't. In my head, I must have said I can't cry too much because of the fear that I may become bipolar like my mother. Now, you guys, this was not conscious, meaning I was not aware of this. This was subconscious. This was fucking unconscious, actually, meaning it was in the black zone basement of my mind. Until I started doing this work and understanding that that's what I made it mean, I made it mean that when Gio died, I couldn't cry too much. I couldn't sit in there too much because that would make me go bipolar. And then I would have to take medication like my mom. And basically, I would be like my mom, which I didn't want to be. So my little mind created that. So when I tell you that you're subconscious and you're unco- like that shit is powerful. And if you don't, for fear of what may happen, if you don't get in under your rug and start working on these big things that are fucking with your life, you are not going to live a full life, a happy full life for yourself. And that's cool if that's what you need, if you need to suffer for a few years. But I'm like... In the world of 2019, when you have podcasts, when you have stories, when you have books, when you have people sharing their lives, why go the long way when you can take a little bit of a cut? Why do it all the way hardcore when you can learn from others? I wish I knew that at the time. I, I obviously didn't, wasn't going to know that. I needed to experience it so I could be sharing it now. But what I want to tell you is there is so much power in you working on yourself. And you don't have to work on everything at once. But avoiding it and living in mutiny and pretending that everything that fucks with you isn't fucking with you is, is, is like a death sentence. It's a half-lived life. And I'm like, go there, honey. Guided. Go with someone you trust. You, if you can't work with me or you don't want to work with me, work with someone you trust. Interview a life coach. I say life coach because for me, I did therapy for 19 years and I would not go to therapy myself. Some of my clients go to therapy. That's fine. Do whatever works for you. But please find someone that you resonate with. That is imperative, my love. You can't be going somewhere where they're dragging you back into your past and it's making you feel like shit every session. You feel worse and disempowered. That's going to fuck you up. You can't be going to someone who annoys you and they're not listening to you and they're rude and they're brash and they're like, you know, second guessing what you think. 
that's not going to work for you. You need to find someone, a program, a coach, a, a therapist, a person that you resonate with. That is extremely important. That's number one. And then number two, start doing the work on this shit because you deserve it. It is your birthright to love your fucking life to create the experiences you want to create. If you want to have money and be abundant and have whatever you desire, that is available to you. It's not because you came from the ghetto, you had a hard life, someone died, you were abused, that you can't have that. I got all that shit and I have what I want now. It took a lot of work. It took me using credit cards and fucking getting loans and working my actual face off to build my business and pay my shit off. But it's paid and I did it and look at me now. I can create whatever I want. I am not living in scarcity. I am not living in victim land. I'm hooked the fuck up. And I've got all the stories to say why I shouldn't be here. And I am here. And so can't you be. And so I want to say to you, I want to invite you to look at your life. Are you deciding not to pull the rug up and work on it because you're scared of what you're going to find? And consider that what you're going to find is something that you can conquer. Consider that the big motherfucker under the rug is going to teach you some amazing shit. That is the thing. The thing that you're avoiding is what's going to transform you. I know you hear the quotes all the time, like all the fucking Instagram bullshit quotes. It's true, baby. It is true. That thing you're avoiding, that big-ass Goliath that you're like, not that Godzilla motherfucker in the rug that you don't want to go through and conquer is going to change your world. That's the thing that gave you the best lessons, the best perspective that made you who you are today. Can you go there and draw the good from it? Because that's what's available. Are you going to cry your ass off? Hells to the fucking yes. Is it going to be hard as fuck to be faced with all your thoughts? Your thoughts, by the way, not other people's. They're your fucking thoughts and you're choosing them. Yes, you are. Are you going to have to have radical responsibility, which is a podcast coming soon to ears near you? That shit is going to be off the chain. Are you open to taking radical responsibility to your life and being responsible for every area that you created? Are you open to going, now I want this and showing up and creating an action plan as to how you're going to get that? Because that's what's available under that fucking rug. There's no bad news. You've already lived it. If, you, if you're breathing, if you've got a heartbeat, that means that you've lived it. Why not learn from it now? Why not, instead of it being a battle scar and the reason why you're not X, Y, Z, why don't you make it the reason why you are? Because all of the air quotes bad shit that I've been through is the reason why I do what the fuck I do. It's the reason why I'm about to fucking cry. It's the reason why I mother how I mother. It's the reason why I fucking love my clients how I love them. It's the reason why I get up and speak so fucking boldly about this message. It is the reason I fucking wake up. It's the reason I wake up in the middle of the night and write notes. Because of all that bad shit air quotes that happened to me. I would sign up for that shit again. Because I know who, it, who I became from it. Does that make sense? I'm telling you, your gifts, your fucking lessons are under that rug. That shaggy ass dusty rug. And you're scared to go there. Obviously, you need to find the right person. But please understand that if you do not go down there and fix that shit up, not all of it, just what's fucking with you, please be clear. I'm not saying pull shit up from your past that you don't need to bring up. I'm not asking you to look for bad shit. No. A bad thing could be your parents got a divorce when you were six and it fucked you up. And when you were six, 
you, you didn't get the love you needed or the attention and now you're an attention seeker or now you're seeking validation from men or now you're does that make sense it doesn't have to be a big trauma like your your husband dying or someone raping you it could be something like that it could be that you were bullied it could be that someone told you you were fat when you were seven it doesn't have to be it could be you got you broke up with someone at 18 and it broke your heart or you had acne so bad and that messed with you it could be any of that, okay? Don't judge the, my rug's not as bad as your rug. I don't have as many camel humps in my rug as your rug. We ain't going there. That's not what this is about. Don't miss the fucking point. The point is, whatever's fucking with you in your life, look around. I'll wait. Look around your life. You'll see what's fucking with you. That needs attention. That thing that you identify needs attention if you're willing to go there. And I know it's scary. There's going to be a lot of salty liquid coming out of your eyeballs. It's full on. It is full the fuck on. But guess what? It's worth it. Because how? what will you gain and learn from those things? Don't let them things be, they happen for nothing. They didn't happen for nothing. You're just not mining for the gold in those situations. You got to find the fucking platinum in those situations. Because that's what's available. And so when people are like, oh, I'm not working on myself, I'm avoiding it. Honey, you're not avoiding it. You're lying to yourself. You think you're not dealing with it. But if you don't deal with your shit, your shit will deal with you. So it's getting dealt with. Trust me. You're just not in control as to how it's getting dealt. You're being reactive in your life. You're still single. You don't have money. You hate your job. You're not in a good relationship. You hate your body. You blah, blah, blah. Like all of those things are how it's dealing with you instead of you dealing with it. And I'm like, take your fucking power back and you deal with it. This may just be one of my most favorite podcast episodes right now because I'm telling you that the power is in that pain. The power is in your pain. And it's not it's, it's not done for nothing. Then you get to transform that shit and get the lessons from it and change your life from it and then create what you desire from that. Like I don't know anything that's more powerful than that. And it's not for some people, it's for everyone. It's available to every human being. If you're breathing and you're alive, it's available to you. So instead of you avoiding doing work on yourself, ask yourself, what can I gain from working on myself? What can I gain from unpacking all my shit? What lessons are available to me? What can I learn through this story? Who did I become because of this story? How did this impact me positively? Try to ask yourself these questions because there are answers. I had a client who was raped. Horrible. And the fear of people raping her again or not trusting anybody or not trusting men when she's walking in the streets. She's got children. She's putting that on her children. Of course she is. She doesn't want to, but it's happening. Who did you become because of that? Can we flip that? Of course it was horrible. She became vigilant. She became fucking paying attention. She's on it. She's the sweetest, kindest person. But she is paying attention. She is fucking focused on wherever she is in her surroundings. She's going to teach her children about paying attention and being vigilant. She's conscious and aware. How can you take consciousness and awareness into every part of your life if you have it from a fearful thing? Oh my God, easier than other people who are asleep. So there are good things from my sexual abuse was born the justice and the voice because I told someone. And that little fucking nine-year-old is now she's the one that's the justice and the don't fuck with people and the stand up for yourself that you hear on this podcast from that shit experience you have to mine for the gold because there's good things in all the shit I'm telling you so stop avoiding the work because the work is working you instead of you working it 
So that's your invitation for today. I love you so damn much. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. A shout out again. A shout out again to the women in the online global sisterhood. Because you ladies don't see me in person. You're doing this online. And you are fucking on fire. All of you. Even if you think you're behind. You are not. You're doing the work. And I honor you so much. I honor you so damn much for doing this. I see you. I feel you. I honor you. I think you're fucking amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited to do this work with you. And I can't wait to see how this transforms your fucking life. I love you. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. You can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.